Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian Welcome to the LA Clips Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. I am here with my co-host. Uh, sorry, just Sandoval. <laughs> <laughs> You're waiting for the other co-host to go? <laughs> I am losing it. I don't know what happened, but like I heard a pause and then I was just like, oh, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have COVID. So hopefully you don't hear too much mouth breathing on this podcast. If you do, I apologize. And uh, and hopefully I don't have too much COVID brain. I think I'm. there's going to be, I feel like me and you, zone out and blank out a lot on this podcast without covid for for us to pull this off today i think it's gonna be a miracle we i'm on healthy health and safety protocols i'm sure this is your first conversation of the day so it's just it's going to trigger like short-term memory loss like yeah <laughs> you're I, gonna I, leave you're gonna turn off the show you're gonna turn off your laptop in the middle of the podcast forget your, <laughs> your recording it's gonna i'm gonna come back it's a six-hour recording you're still there looking <laughs> looking at me like waiting you're like right <laughs> uh before we get into some basketball mm-hmm. we might lose some listeners maybe some followers but i just want to say uh Hey, uh, United States, please do better. And people who say voting doesn't matter or you're too cool to vote, please stop that and go vote. Because I don't know if you're following these hearings. I don't know if you're following the Supreme Court decisions recently, but our democracy is on the line. So if you if you could do us a favor and please vote, that'd be great. Yeah. And if you want to get more information, uh, Trent has a really great podcast. Uh, Trent takes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, tacks a lot of, he tackles a lot of issues and does a really good job informing you on the, on the bs that's going on in this well 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 we get the luxury of just chatting about clippers basketball and stupid rumors and tweets and stuff like that uh trent uh tackles some of the serious stuff that's going on in the world so we mm-hmm. appreciate it so yeah. i like to say doing the lord's work but no the, yeah. I, I agree and yeah. <laughs> even if you're not a, a believer in religion or anything i still think it's a cool saying sometimes i use it in a funny way you know but, <laughs> but yeah so on a serious note do do yourself as a favor do your do the country a favor and vote please there's a lot of people you and i think are counting on you so yeah yep. so we could transition into clippers basketball yeah and we have a brand new clipper i knew there was gonna be a brand new clipper this week whether it was gonna happen in the trade or in the draft but for the first time in, I think, a few years that we just kept the pick. We didn't trade up. We didn't do it. We just kept the pick. And we chose Musa Diabate from the University of Michigan from France. That was what are, you, what are your thoughts? Yep. Beautiful. You said that name so well. Um, I'm not going to even try attempt to say his name. <laughs> okay. Well, on Michigan's Instagram, they just called him the Moose. So, I love that. so it makes it a lot easier for you know me and you who don't know how to pronounce things we we can't even pronounce the simplest words in english let alone these names if you if, if you, you want to know i don't think either one of us have said zoo's first name on this podcast once <laughs> <laughs> i have to agree with you um but can i 
can I be on the record to say that that is the coolest nickname, the Moose? I love it in the NBA. I love. He's already one of my favorite Clippers. <laughs> this is exactly. I went on this podcast. I think I don't know. Was it maybe two episodes ago? Maybe three episodes ago? Me and you were talking about all these players that the Clippers were working out, right? And they were all guards. I'm sure mm-hmm. they're working this guy out a lot and stuff like that. And maybe the accounts we were following, we're not seeing a lot of these forwards. But for the most part, it was guard. And I said, hey, my take for a while was like, just get the athletic center. Like, don't get the center that shoots threes. Don't get the stretch four that could be a certain. I just want an athletic center to be on this team. And even they just play for the AC Clippers while we still have heart or something. And I feel like we got that. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe he used to be like 6'9 or something. Now he's 6'11. He's athletic. Just, just as of today. <laughs> yeah, just like he was 6'9 two hours ago. And then when I tri- when I started this podcast, I checked real quick and I was like, oh, he's 6'11. Huh? All right. He called you up. He's like, hey, Brian, I grew up. I two inches. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Uh... <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you right now. So we, we see his height. We see the athleticism. I guess the question I want to ask you is, where do you see him in this Clippers roster? Two-way player. Jay Scrub, apparently, I don't know if, if he's been watching his own career or not, recently said, uh, according to a source or whatever, I don't remember the source exactly. I think I got this from Lucas, Lucas Hans' tweet. Yeah. That he wants a real contract. And if the Clippers can't give him a real contract, then he doesn't want the two-way contract. So I think the Clippers are at this point like, all right, we technically have what I would consider one and a half two-way spots available. The reason why I say one and a half is because we for sure have Jay Scrubs. And I think the Clippers should be at least 50-50 if they want to keep Xavier Moon on his or not. Now, I like Xavier Moon. A lot of players like Xavier Moon. And I and I feel like he's a very reliable player, but I could see why maybe the Clippers were like, all right, well, we moved Amir Coffey to the re- the, the regular roster last season. We'll just move a, a Xavier up for the rest of the season. But then next season, we'll look for somebody else. I would like maybe, I think it should be Xavier Moon and the Moose as these two-way spots, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Apparently, some of these uh, undrafted free, uh, rookies that we got are going to be competing for two-way spots, two-way a two-way spot as well. But most likely, they're just going to be training camp invites. But uh, yeah, to answer your question, I gave you a long answer to that. Two-way, <laughs> two, two-way contract. I don't think he he'll take up the 15th spot at all. We'll I always break. appreciate the long answers, Brian. So yeah, well, we got we got a podcast to fill. So. <laughs> we got 30 minutes. Hurry up, man. <laughs> um. Yeah, so you, you kind of alluded to the other players. So um, who are the other players, Brian? All right. <laughs> Michael DeVoy or DeVal? I'm going to say DeVoy. Now now that he's part of the Clippers organization, I'm sure he's going to listen to the pod. Uh, so he's from Georgia Tech. Tech. He's a first guard. First sign up the Patreon, dude, and I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a Georgia Tech guard. You you read me his scouting report earlier, so he's fine. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll do live Wikipedia reads of these guys for another episode. Uh, we got Lucas Williamson from Loyola, Mar- uh, Loyola Chicago, not Marymount. Yeah, there's a local college, Loyola Marymount. So my, yeah. sorry, 
Very Loyola, easy to confuse. So yeah, Loyola, Loyola, Chicago. And then we got a guy that, based on the fact that I don't think I've ever seen him play basketball, or if I have, I don't remember going, hey, it would be great the Clippers got this guy. Justin Bean from Utah State University averaged roughly 17 points a game, 9.9 rebounds, and an average about 45% from three-point land. I like those stats. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna translate, but I like the stats. Stats so, the stats are eye popping. But uh so he plays power forward, right? The power I would say position. power forward, power uh maybe small forward in the NBA or something like that. Okay. So, you know, like it depends. Uh but yeah, those are the guys that we're we're probably gonna invite to training camp. Most likely won't make the team. But if they show us something in the preseason, maybe they'll get a two-way contract. Yeah. And then, but most likely they're gonna be playing for the AC Clippers next year. And I want to take a second to Go look ahead. at this AC Clippers roster that we might have next season. So we'll probably have these three guys, and we'll probably have the Moose, maybe starting at center, possibly Brandon Boston, possibly Jason Preston. I don't know what the Clippers' plans are. Maybe they'll play a lot more rotation minutes if we make a big deal or something. So I'm not gonna assume these guys are officially ac clippers yeah but if we run it back and we have the amount of depth that we have they're going to be ac clippers that's a pretty fun starting lineup oh it is that is definitely worth going to rancho cucamonga to watch them play yeah it's basically rancho cucamonga you're right it's i, it's, I would just it's, call rancho it's, it's it's technically ontario but if you literally it's literally it's rancho take, bro yeah take one step across the street it's rancho I, so. I lived in Rancho. I was like, I didn't know how close I was to that stadium. I didn't realize it. Yeah, you're pretty damn close. <laughs> and then I moved to the high desert, which sucked. Uh, but I'm back in LA. So <laughs> you back in LA. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, my life story. <laughs> I was a wee little lad. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun and entertaining. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure we've already agreed to this. We're going to plan to go watch them um, play. Yeah. So. It's going to be fun. We'll give you guys our insights as to what we see. It's always fun going to AC Clipper game because there's like zero defense. <laughs> like, zero defense. They're going to move you to worse seats. If, if you like, it, it's perfect. That's, that's probably my favorite story is that we went to the game last year and the, we, we had seats. They were a little off center, but they were pretty good seats. We had a really good. Then they moved us to what they thought was better seats but they were not it's my it's my it's one of my favorite stories they were just like what are we (laughs) (laughs) they they not only did they move us to like different seats and they weren't that great uh they were decent i would say our original seats were better but we also got interviewed by the host of the game and Mm -hmm. man was it awkward (laughs) it it was (laughs) he was a nice guy don't get me wrong he didn't he didn't prepare us really he's like so what's your name He's like, oh, I'm Brian. What's your name? Oh, I'm Jesse. All right, cool. That's all the information. He then he would ask us some background questions, <laughs> and then he then he basically. So I thought we were gonna like go on to detail or something about what's going on, and then basically he was like, "All right, this is who they are." <laughs> and we we're like, yeah. he, he, I was like, he was so quiet. I tried making small talk with him, and I was like, uh. So you're a Clipper fan? <laughs> He's like, nah, fam. From my from my experiences talking to people, you'd be surprised at how many people work for the Clippers that don't like the Clippers. Um, this is a job that pays the bill. Right? 
but I don't, I never get that. I, you know, like I always heard people that said, like, I always like talk smack about their team and they'll be like, yeah, whatever. They don't pay my bill. But then like when you work for an organization that does pay your bill, you, you, you wouldn't be a fan of them. <laughs> I, I feel like you would naturally, uh, at least kind of root for the, yeah, like you're, you're part of that culture now. You like, you might, maybe at the end of the day, you're a, you're a, I guess, a, like whatever fan you are, but I'm sure you'd still root for the project you're putting together, you know, like even if you're just a small pawn of that project, you would still kind of root for that. You would think. You, you think uh, the people that work at the facility or for the organization get like replica rings if their team wins a chip? I don't Maybe. Maybe some places. I don't know. That'd be, that'd that'd be, be cool. cool. Steve Ballmer, you need to do it for the Clippers. Did you know Donald Sterling gets a ring if the Clippers win? Podcast is over, dude. <laughs> Your podcast I'm, is I'm over. Done, I'm done, dude. I just leave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, that's the case. Like, Sterling and that was the agreement game. that he had with Steve Ballmer. Was I don't know if it's with Steve Ballmer, but I think it was like with the league. If he sells and the Clippers eventually win a ring, he gets a ring as well. The game, the shitty one that There's wasn't QC at all. It, it's it's like a misplay. Like the diamonds are off. You can see some glue on them. <laughs> yeah. They're falling off. Yeah. Here, <laughs> here's your real. ring. <laughs> you, you toss them, you toss them on the doorstep, and they they kind of like break a little bit, but they just it's like four rings just on the on the on the doorstep. It can't. It, it arrived to his house gold, and over two weeks it turned green. <laughs> yeah, they they, they we'll just use different material, right? He's like, oh, dude, it's, it's a mood ring. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> the Clippers gave he, him. He'll, he'll believe it. <laughs> so he's like, oh, cool. All right. He's from like what the sixties, fifties, so he believes in mood rings. Come on, so I'm sure. I'm sure he believes in a lot of things the Supreme Court's done this week. Oh so. yeah, yeah. So. Glad we have Steve Bomber. Yeah, I'm glad we have Steve Bummer as well. There's, there's always that moment halfway through a podcast where you're just like, oh man, glad we have Steve Bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the little things you can appreciate in life, right? Exactly. Um, so I think we're good to move on to the next topic, right? Yeah. So let's move on to the Brooklyn Nets Forum, the BK Nets Forum. Uh, <laughs> my name is uh, Brian Andrew. I'm here with my co host, uh, Jesse Sandoval. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so our, our point guard, Kyrie Irving, <laughs> doesn't want to resign. I'm not going to even do it from a Brooklyn Nets perspective. All right, so <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Sounds depressing, uh, honestly. Yeah, um, imagine the, the Brooklyn Nets. Imagine, like, I've thought about this at least twice this week, and I was like, at least we're not the Brooklyn Nets right now. Yeah. Imagine we went into the offseason. Like, imagine, a lot of Clippers are, compl- a lot of Clipper fans are complaining that we're like, we need this guy, we need that guy. Oh, I can't believe you don't want this. At least we're not signing, trying to sign our best point guard to an extension and him saying that's not enough years. And then he's basically saying, all right, I'll go to the Lakers or something like imagine we had that going on. They shelled out a lot of their talent for these guys. I mean, remember the season before they were a really fun team with D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. I mean, I remember them them doing the six nine dance and the, <laughs> the yeah. times, right? They, um, they were really good. They had a lot of role players. They they reminded. I feel like there's a lot of parallels with the Brooklyn Nets and the Clippers. Mm-hmm. They were a team full of rotation players who ended up having to gut some of their roster to bring in these guys, and we basically yep. had to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. We gutted a bunch of guys and we brought in Kawhi and PG. So I feel like there's a lot of parallels there. And yeah. we both wear black and white, so 
Yeah, but we managed to get a good coach out of it, and then we got some good <laughs> oh, <laughs> we got really good role players. <laughs> right. yeah. I mean, well, I could see, like, you know, it's like, wow, are you sure you want to play five years with Steve Nash? And Kyrie's like, oh, well, all right, I guess I'll take three. Like, <laughs> I'm sure the Nets haven't brought that up yet, which is surprising to me. I know, seriously. Um, if if he's gone, do you think the then they'll fire Steve Nash? I I would not see why you wouldn't. honestly, if you're in a rebuild. We'll see. We'll see if they're even in a rebuild because it could be that they figure out a way to work this around. Maybe Kevin Durant stays. If Kevin Durant's there, you're not rebuilding, right? But if they do basically dismantle the whole roster, I just say you keep Steve Nash during the rebuild. Why not? Like, just have him be a losing coach, and then bring in the coach, and then bring in the coach you want when you finally got the the team you want to put together. Sure. I mean, that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't think about that. A lot of a lot of teams fire their coaches or what? Like, in, in my opinion, Steve Nash is not a good coach. Doc Rivers is better than Steve Nash. Oh yeah, so, I absolutely agree with that. So yeah, so uh, a lot of rumors going around that uh, Kyrie wanted out, or Kyrie is having issues with the uh, Nets management, and he listed Clippers as one of the potential destinations for him. Um, so how much anxiety did you get from this? <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there real quick. All right. Yeah. Based on Kyrie doing research on the COVID vaccine, I'm assuming he didn't do any research on if any of these teams had the cap space to actually bring him in. Oh, absolutely not. So he, first, he just, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, so first let's put that in perspective. He probably just named these teams out of his ass and it's not like these deals could get done. So, but yeah, make your point. Uh, he just doesn't seem the guy to really care about the small details. He just wants to throw the name out there. If they really want them, they'll make it work kind of kind of thing. It's not uh, up to him for to figure out who, where he can go. Right. So he's a lot. He's like, let's throw the Lakers in there. Like, how did like if he, <laughs> I'm sure he, he, he spent a lot of time at home last year. I'm sure he watched first take and watch some NBA basketball to find out that the Lakers did not have a lot of salary cap last year and it's wow. not getting any better. He was streaming, bro. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the audacity that I saw from like some Laker fans about Westbrook for Kyrie straight up was like ridiculous. Well, also <laughs> my favorite Lakerism and I'm going to throw it on this podcast at some point. So I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a hypocrite now. I'll be a hypocrite later. Okay. Is my favorite Lakerism is the three team trade. Because they'll just be like, well, if we got a third team involved and they gave up all the players they like, we could eat, we could just, we could just do whatever we want. We could get the guy. And it's like <laughs> the audacity of Laker fans to just assume the NBA's, the entire, the rest, the other 29 teams are there just to bail them out every time. That's, that's the purpose of the rest of the NBA is just to bail out the Lakers. And I do get nervous that a team eventually will do it. Because Russell's on the expiring contract. If the Lakers could swing up a deal some with a draft pick, a team should probably take the Russell Westbrook deal at some point. But not the Nets. <laughs> I don't think the <laughs> Nets are that team. So I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> so I think it's fair to say that we didn't really want him on our team. Oh yeah. Going back to your did I have anxiety? Yeah, like I said, a long answer to a, a short question, right? Uh, I had, I had anxiety, and then you, you have your, you know, like the three, like there's like five stages of grief or whatever. 
like me and Jake, we were we were in a chat together. Me and him even got to a point where we we're like, you know what, man, just F it, just get him. Just- <laughs> <laughs> because we'll get into this a little bit too. Is like Marcus Morris has been rumored all off season to be getting shipped out. Will that happen? I don't know. Lucas Hahn had a tweet that said a rotation player has been traded every transaction window since 2017. So every offseason and every deadline, at least one key rotation player has been traded. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's Marcus Morris, right? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, Luke Kennard rumors started. And I'm not gonna lie, I had to give you I had to give you credit for taking a stand, being rational. You said just because they're just be, just because there's rumors, does that mean they're true? And me and Jake were like, no, F you, F you, Jesse. <laughs> These are true. All right. <laughs> so we we're under the assumption that the, the Clippers were going to trade Luke Kennard and Marcus Morris at some point. Why trade those guys for other rotation players? Because our rotation players were better. Why would you have mm-hmm. those good contracts and trade them for other rotation players? Why would you do that? So I said, at least get Kyrie and we'll deal with the headache when we get here. Because I was under the assumption those guys were out and I didn't want to trade them for nothing. At least you'd get Kyrie, who's one of the best ball handlers in the league. Now, all the other bull I didn't want to deal with. But I was just like, you know, COVID brain. Just just get them. Just get them. I am so glad. I think like two hours after we had this like Civil War debate, <laughs> uh, Andrew Greif tweeted like the Clippers had no interest in trading Luke. Larry Frank had a press conference later that night. We're not going to trade Luke. Those rumors weren't true. And then ever since then, I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God we did not get Kyrie. See, that was like the most confusing thing about it was like this front office operates in silence for, I don't know, I feel like for, I don't know, for a decent time now. And then for suddenly this offseason, just for that to go out the window was really odd. But I'm not going to lie. I was kind of stressing. <laughs> well, I don't want to lose him, right? And yeah, yeah. Like we love Luke here. He's He has to accomplish the poster absolutely um he's not a head case um the team loves him he opens up the floor his defense has gotten better i'm not gonna say he's like a lockdown but it's a lot better um yeah yeah i just i didn't see any value in trading him or or like i didn't see any like i didn't see how we got better if you traded him for Kyrie. that was just and then like all these people that were like We've had spaces and we enjoy people, you know, joining and having this discussion. Let's be, let's uh, let's address this. Uh, COVID's not over and we're still in it. Uh, as you can see, Brian has caught, has caught it. As you can hear me breathing on this entire podcast. Exactly. And we don't know what this is going to turn into. We don't. It's still developing and still new to us. And so if we have a lockdown and you can't play without vaccination, I'm sorry, but Kyrie only has. I heard recently that he got vaccinated, but I'm not I'm not too sure if that's true. Um, and I don't know if he got the booster. But regardless, well, for a guy who's so was so against this vaccination, I don't trust him no, I on my that. team. And to be honest, there's two nets that don't have vaccinated, but I believe Ben Simmons got his. Yeah, was it Ben think, Simmons was it, or was it Kyrie? Yeah, he got, got it. He got an offseason. Okay. For the 76ers before the trade. Okay. 
I just wanted to clarify because I like I know they eventually got Ben Simmons, but I was like, I know one of them eventually got it. It was Ben Simmons, I believe. Yeah, Ben Simmons got it. And I heard, I'm not too sure if it's true, but Kyrie got his shots, but I'm not too sure if that's Yeah, we true. could. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's too much off the court stuff. I don't want to see I don't want the guy anywhere near my team, especially now that I feel like the team is not gonna trade Luke Kennard. That could that could just be BS, <laughs> but I, I I do believe it. Going back to your thing about them moving in silence, it could have been a case that they were in discussions with other teams, and then the other teams leaked that like maybe they maybe the other teams like hey we like Luke Kennard and the Clippers were like no we're good and then the other team leaked to the reporter like uh, we're in negotiations <laughs> for Luke Kennard you know like it could have been something like that because there was like I believe. Like on a national scale, like other teams, uh, their reports were like in talk, like trying to get Luke Kennard was part of their offseason plan. Yeah. Like Boston and I think Cleveland and stuff like that, Chicago. So it's not like the Clippers were necessarily involved in that, but like from their perspective, they were like, oh, we're trying to get the best uh, three point shooter from last season, which, like I said, like why would you trade our the best three point shooting role player? for another role player who's not that good. I, I just didn't I, didn't, I don't understand that. Yeah. Now, if we play the season out and we realize there's just not enough minutes for him, then the trade deadline's there and we can figure it out then. Mm-hmm. But based on the season we just had, I don't I don't see why we'd give that up. Absolutely agree with you. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I was just thinking about like how we acquired Norman Powell and that was so out of left field and no one heard, <laughs> yeah. no one heard any rumors about this happening. And then bam, it happened, got hit with this news. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad that Lawrence Frank kind of addressed that issue. Um, and he said some thoughtful things, you know, it's tough. There's a lot of great guys and it's difficult to trade players. And I understand that. I can totally understand how people can get attached. We're human beings, right? But you always got to make the best decision for the organization. But he agrees that Luke Kennard is that. So right. cool. <laughs> he even mentioned Luke Kennard's like practicing like four times a week. or so. I don't know. what it, I don't know if it was four times a day or a week. Uh, there's been a lot of tweets this week. Uh, uh, he also mentioned that like when you bring somebody into the locker room, they have to make sure, they have to make sure they fit in. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of a shot at like the Kyrie stuff. Yeah. And then a tweet came out yesterday, I think from, I don't know who it's from. I don't want to say Woj if I'm wrong about Woj. I shouldn't have screenshotted it. Sham? No, no. Sham. Sometimes I feel like Sham's just trying to beat Woj to the, and then sometimes he gets things slightly wrong. Whereas I feel like Woj kind of takes his time. Yeah. Um, But they mentioned that the Clippers were out. And uh, the team most likely or the team that expressed the most interest was the Lakers at this point. So unless Kyrie opts out and he just signs for $30 million less and goes plays in LA, go for it. Sure. Do your thing, buddy. Um, Of course, there's always, there's always a player to bail out LeBron, right? Um, (laughs) If we can sign up for an MLE, he can bring that stage over here, dude. (laughs) Yeah. That's like, I, I even said that too. I was like, well, if that if if it's, if it is the case he opts out, we have six million dollars we can offer Kyrie. Sure, come come over here and play on six million dollars. And if you decide to go, I don't know, and you don't want to play against the Detroit Pistons, sure, you get paid six million dollars, dude. I don't I don't care. 
we I might care in the playoffs, but I don't care now, right? Um, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gut our team and pay you thirty seven million dollars for you to take a break because I don't know Mercury's in retrograde or something. I, I'm just I'm just not gonna do it. Totally agree with you. Um, but do you see like do you see a trade happening at all for the Clippers? Like any trade? All right, any trade. If KD's available, we at least need to make an offer. I would gut the team for KD. He's a generational player. It's tough because I just I just mentioned what Lawrence Frank said about you know being attached to these players, but I part of me says depth wins, but it's fucking KD. <laughs> well, also I I still we're so deep that you could trade four or five guys and still have three or four really good role players on your team also would you would you consider ben simmons how much does he get paid 35 35 and a half next year and then what how long of a contract is it again i could look that up i believe he has two more years after next season so three years total okay if i had to choose the two between the two i i'd go with kd am i against getting ben simmons not as much as I was before. Um, yeah, I'm open to it. <laughs> uh, my take on it is if we're going to run it back, let's really run it back. But if if mentally the the front office already has in their mindset that like Luke Kennard and Marcus Morris are on the block, then let's, max, let's maximize yeah. what that trade could be. Like, don't bring in two lateral players. You know, I'd rather have Marcus Morris who you could plug in, especially when Kawhi and Paul George miss games. And I'd also like Luke Kennard's shooting ability over any other lateral role player you could bring in. Mm-hmm. So it has you have to maximize it. Their contracts put together equal about $30 million. So I'm sure you might have to add some extra pieces to that, but I would say you you go for that. No, I agree with you. Uh, ben Simmons brings some stuff to the to the table that we could use, and that's obviously his defense, his passing, um, ball handling. Obviously, his shooting is uh, there's a lack of there's <laughs> a lack right. of there, but I don't know. I feel like hopefully there's always the hope that he can improve that. Um, if, he, if he could be like our quiet just defensive guy you know how every team has a defensive guy that they yeah. just like rely on i would say i guess the warriors have draymond and i don't know i guess utah has royce o'neill even though i don't think he's that good you know like they have just like guys who don't do too much but they mm-hmm. they're yeah, the defense it's 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 just all about who's around him when he's there playing right so if you can have people there spreading the floor for him that he can drive to the rim I think he's going to be great for us. And I think Ty Lue will be able to maximize that, unlike Doc, Doc Rivers. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not against it. Um, but I am fully on board for team running back. And if it doesn't pan out, like you said earlier, um, we still have up to the trade deadline to make a big swing. And yeah. I think that it will be the best and more calculated way to go into the season. You never know when Damian Lillard's going to be running from the grind, you know? So, 
uh, earlier today he he posted a picture of like KD in a Blazers jersey, and then I think it was Joey Lynn posted a tweet of when uh, Giannis uh, at the All Star draft was like, "Isn't that tampering?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's so good this kind of kind of brings us into this like point guard debate because we will have a 15 spot Mm -hmm. i'm i i kind of want to use on blue griffin at this point but if we use on lou lou will i'd be cool with that too because he's also a point guard right Yeah, yeah um a lot of people are thinking john wall on a buyout i don't know there's just i don't I think Reggie Jackson and Terrence Mann are fine. Even Luke Kennard can play some point guard. But I don't know. I don't know where you're I don't know. I, I, I know where you're at on the point guard debate, but for, for podcast content, where, <laughs> where you at on the point guard debate? Um I don't think it's really necessary, uh, to be honest. I think we have two players that can do that. Uh, well, actually three players. Then we have Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, and Paul George. And I think those guys are sufficient, especially since when you have two stars that are going to mostly be handing the ball, I don't see the point of having a point guard. If we can get a point guard for that without losing any of our roster guys, then sure, go ahead. But outside of that, I really don't see a necessity for it. I thought, I thought personally, I thought when we went to the conference finals that put it into that whole we need a point guard rumor that the media pretty much – forced us to believe <laughs> well we got we got we got rondo and rondo sucked so like that I, has I, to be the highlight if there's gonna be a clip that we're gonna record that has to be that <laughs> well <laughs> if, if rondo if, if rondo did anything for this franchise it was he shut down that discussion that we needed a true point guard yep we brought in the true point guard we, we brought in the, the true point guard and he sucked let's move on from it <laughs> So yeah, absolutely agree with you. Uh, do you have any other thoughts before we head out? Any other thoughts? Um, my mind is completely voided of those thoughts. Um, besides, you know, it's great. We you mentioned it earlier uh, when we first started this podcast, but please vote. Yeah, that's the only thing I have. Um, your vote matters, and. It affects other people as well. So remember that. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree with you. Um, yeah, you could uh, check out our podcast uh, wherever you find your podcast. You can find us on Twitter at LA Clips Forum. I say listen to Trent Takes On. Yep. It's probably even more li- more important than listening to our podcast at this point. Uh, you should listen to Trent Takes On. Uh, Jake Barnes has a drop coming out uh july 15th another clippers drop and yeah and like i said we appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast you can be doing anything with your time but you choose to spend it with us and we also appreciate people that listen to the jingle at the beginning and then continue to stay for the actual (laughs) podcast (laughs) I, i think that's that's something i need to start incorporating more into our outro thing because a lot of like you know i'm sure people are like i'm gonna listen to that jingle real quick and then they might just shut it down. But like we appreciate the people that actually stay for the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, we've noticed we've gotten more listeners recently. We appreciate that, especially in the offseason. I think it's uh, really good, f- not just for us, but for Clippers basketball. 
And also, uh, we got some stuff coming up in the summer that I think will be fun and interesting. So stick around for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it for our podcast. <laughs> you, got anything, you got anything else before? We, we appreciate the listens, guys. Um, yeah. This is a fun project. We enjoy doing this. And as uh, Brian said, if anyone is still listening and kind of took offense to what we said earlier, please do some research. Just yeah, be informed. Do, do some research. We don't mind losing the follower. Listen, we really don't. So if, if it's that important to you. Uh, and I, you know what? Also, I appreciate there's a lot of great Clipper podcasts out there. And we all probably say or report the same general stuff. So we appreciate the people that when our podcast comes around, they listen to it, to it as well. We yep. really do appreciate that. We and do. we do tell you to listen to the other podcasts as well, because they're all very good. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we're out. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was waiting for you to usually say peace or something, but right. oh, yeah, well, it's a it's a dark day. <laughs> it is. It is. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip ins, catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh, yeah.